this this March Madness, this college basketball season feels more wide open than it did last year. But yet, if you look at the top of the standings, there are some of those same names that we've seen for the last really three years now. You've got Houston in there in the mix, Purdue in the mix, Arizona, Yukon, Alabama, North Carolina, Creighton. Uh, in terms of those teams that are household names, how different are they from, say, last year or the year before? And, and which teams do you trust the most? Yeah, that's a great question. For me, I, I continue to go back to Arizona as a team that I continue to trust. And that sounds weird when you look at their Ken Palm page or their schedule and like, hey, man, they got blown out by, you know, different this team, insert this team, right? Or Oregon State, you beat them too, right? That's one of the worst teams in the Pac-12. But I just go back to like how they're built. And when I look for teams in March, I like teams that can play different ways. And Arizona has five different guards that can kind of go get you ones. I, I keep going back to it. They're backup guards that they bring off the bench. When when you have Jaden Bradley and KJ Lewis, those dudes would start for 50 other teams in college basketball. They are awesome. And then when you also factor in that you can play big and you can play small with their front line, like I love that about them. So UConn has changed a little bit, but their system's still the same. Arizona has changed a little bit, but their system is still the same. Creighton is doing a lot of the similar things that they've had over the past, right? So a lot of the systems haven't changed and a lot of the faces haven't changed. But I think the portal has been interesting because you've been able to see these super teams near the top, I think, of, of college basketball, be able to load up where their depth is a little bit better than some of the other teams. And they're able to go find like that one missing piece. UConn could go in the portal and find that, hey, I, we need a really good shooter who can defend. Oh, let's go add Cam Spencer to our mix. Houston, we need a sniper that can really elevate our jump shooting. Hey, let's go add LJ Cryer to that mix. Arizona, we need a bucket getting lead guard. Let's go get Caleb Love, add him to our mix. Tennessee, hey, we just need a score. Can we find the best score in the portal? Let's go get Dalton Connect. And so that's kind of how the sport has changed. Even though we have a lot of these same schemes and the same names, they're just able to go in the portal and maybe upgrade at that one spot that was holding them back. You mentioned, I wanted just to follow up uh, on Creighton. The tournament's happening right around the corner. Conference tourney start March 11th. What do you think about Creighton to win the Big East tournament at plus 430? Yeah, that's a great number. You know, I, for me, like I look at the Big East and I think a lot of people just expect one of those top three teams, whether that's Marquette, whether it's UConn or Creighton. So if you get in the longest number at one of those guys, that would make a lot of sense. Creighton all year long, their recipe is really similar. Their shot diet is phenomenal defensively. They force you to take tough twos, those tough mid-range twos. They have the best rim protector in college basketball, arguably, and Ryan Kalkbrenner, and they're not going to let you get threes. And then the, the one issue with them, I would say, is just physicality. You're, if you can run into one of those elite physical teams, that could potentially give them trouble. Um, and, and physicality, athleticism, that's not necessarily their strength, but they can really beat you with jumpers. Like They're probably the best jump shooting team in the sport. So you, go, you factor in the Big East tournament. If you can get hot, if those shooters get hot for back-to-back -back nights, that's a pretty good value there on, on, a, on a Creighton team that I think is as talented as anybody in that league. Talking to Isaac Trotter, BetMGM tonight. All right, I want to kind of leave this as like a broad big picture for you as we get close to these conference tournaments here. Are there programs, teams, couple teams that you look at and say, they're not being talked about enough but when it comes to the conference tournaments, they could go on a serious run. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, for me, I, I look at those wide open leagues like the ACC has been pretty top heavy most of the year. 
is there an opportunity for Wake Forest to get red hot in the ACC and potentially make a run when you have teams like Duke and Clemson and North Carolina at the top? And then after that, it's like a lot of mediocre, right, in, in the ACC this year. You know, in the Big Ten, it's Purdue, it's Illinois, and then it's everybody else. Is, is it a situation where we could see a team like Nebraska, who is graded out pretty well on both sides of the ball? Could they get hot? That's a team that you really need. They need to go on a run in the Big Ten tournament to feel better about themselves. So that's the type of team that I look for, those talented teams that enter the Big Ten tournament or the ACC tournament needing to win. And they know that. We've seen that in the past where you can find those really talented teams that, you know, maybe they're not the top two seed but they can get hot because they absolutely need it to further their NCAA tournament resume. And those are the teams I'm looking at the wake forest of the world in the ACC, the Nebraska's of the world in the big 10, you know, in the sec, it's super wide open at the top off the top of my head. Like a Florida is as talented as a lot of teams in that league. And they're really, they got a lot of juice offensively. They could crush you on the glass. So those are the type of teams that I'm looking for. Yeah. You can actually bet on who's going to be the need in the NCAA tournament as well as we get, further and further along in the betting industry. It feels like you can kind of bet anything. Outside of Purdue, UConn, and Houston, who would you bet on? And you can't say Arizona because it's a slight favorite too at minus 150. Is there any value further down the board on number one seed in the tourney? Tennessee's plus 150, UNC under Marquette 14 to one, Alabama 16 to one, and then we kind of just get into some silly odds. Yeah, I think it's five teams for four spots. I think Tennessee would be the best bet. Uh, that's the only one that really, I think, has the legitimate case to get back there. Uh, they don't really have those horrible losses on their resume, and they have opportunities for huge wins. So if you're looking at Tennessee, now might be the time to pounce on that number because tomorrow they play Alabama, arguably for the SEC title on the line. If they win that game, they go on the road, they beat an Alabama team that's been pretty much invincible at home that plus 150 is going to be gone. So I think the balls would be, if you're trying to look a little bit farther down the board and you want plus money, that might be your best angle for number one. But it feels pretty locked in where I just don't see a scenario where Purdue's going to lose out on a number one or Houston's going to lose out on a number one and and or UConn, to be honest. It feels like those three are pretty much locked in. You know, Isaac, I'm emotionally torn when it comes to this March. Uh, I'm excited because I think it's going to be utter chaos through conference tournaments and the actual NCAA tournament. The problem is betting on it is going to be a huge pain in the ass, and I feel like I'm just going to lose a ton of money when it comes to it because nothing makes sense whatsoever. I feel like we've gradually gotten to this point over the years in college basketball, but does this feel like the most unpredictable, chaotic season that you can remember in a really long time in college hoops? It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. And one thing I keep thinking about is how much do we rely on this historical data? Because everybody that you're going to talk to in the NCAA tournament goes, well, you got to just be top 20 on offense and top 20 on defense, right? Like that's those are the recipes of the team. Really? Are we sure? Because if you look back at the history of that, yes, it might sound right, but it actually isn't. And there's been some real data on that that looks different. Also, the sport has completely changed. The scoring this year is as yeah. we've never seen scoring like this. This is the biggest balloon of scoring. The biggest change was the block charge rule, but teams are shooting free throws better. They're turning it over less. Like, so I'm kind of, I, I don't know, I'm kind of workshopping this where I just don't know if I want to look at this historical data in the past because I feel like the teams that can score have a chance. And if you can't score and you can't get buckets, you probably don't have a chance in a college basketball mm -hmm. sphere that has just filled with bucket getters and filled with really old teams that can go score. And if you can't go get 80, 
I don't think you're the one for me. And so who does that eliminate? Like for me, like I'm not really looking forward to backing Virginia at any cost this year, right? Like there are concerns with Houston's profile offensively. They shoot the most jump shots of any team in the high major ranks. They get the lowest amount of layups and shots at the rim of any teams in high majors. What happens if you run into a Miami like last year who can really score? Like, so those are the teams that I'm kind of like, hesitant to fully buy in on when we've seen scoring just balloon so the 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 teams that i like are like those those outlier teams like alabama being able to score i know that if you need to beat alabama you better score 90 like if you want to play illinois and want to beat them you better score 90 if you're playing kentucky like you better score 90 and if you can't you're probably going home yeah and that that's a good point too because you can also bet on uh, teams to reach the final four and in your philosophy iowa state you can pretty much well at plus 400 to to make the final four and you mentioned alabama they're plus 550 uh to make the final four are there any other teams outside of kind of like the ones that we're all thinking about the the tennessee arizona purdue and like you said probably even maybe just keep count out houston um that you think based on that profile back and then i can give you some odds well, I'm excited about Duke, to be honest. I think they're really laying in the weeds here a little bit. They've crept up the board a little bit. I took them at like 25 to 1, I think, a week ago to win it all. What are their odds, right, to go to the Final Four? Could you get that at 5 to 1 at certain spots? Or yes. th- That's just a team that can, yeah, they can really, really score. And they have shown moments where they've been capable defensively as well. I love Kyle Filipowski as the five, like they've really pivoted to him and he's, his playmaking has gone through the roof. And when you can have a, a shot making five like that, it can take you out to the perimeter and make shots, but can also pass. And you get, you know, three guys that can shoot over 40% from three on the floor, maybe a fourth that can shoot high thirties. That's like a nice recipe for me of a team that I think, you know, I think early in the year, it's like, Oh, Duke was the trendy pick. Then middle of the year. Oh, North Carolina is definitely the best team in the ACC. Now I'm starting to pivot back where I think Duke is starting to really find its stride as maybe the team in the ACC with the highest ceiling, just because this offense, I think, has a chance to be, you know, really, really incredible with the amount of shooting they have. I mean, seriously, like Jared McCain is shooting 48% from three. I think he's going to be a lottery pick. Jeremy Roach, big time jumper, jump shooter is is shooting well over 40%. Tyrese Proctor, high 30s percent from three, 38%, I think. You know, Caleb Foster was a guy that was shooting over 40% from three. We'll see if he's going to get back from his injury, but TJ Power has started to earn more playing time and he's a big time shooter in in the class of 2024 was one of the better recruits in that class so with those are the types of teams that i'm eyeing and i think duke is a little undervalued got about a minute left isaac is uh national player of the year pretty much just zach Eadie's without any hesitation at this point or can anybody catch up to him with the last couple of weeks we got Tell you what, Dalton Connect's trying his best, right? How many 30-point mm-hmm. burgers can he drop to make this worth it? Like, he is phenomenal. What a great story he is. Uh, you know, he paid his own way at JUCO, goes to northern Colorado, wanted to be a big fish in a small pond, accomplished that. A couple years ago, he was averaging eight points a game, and now he's at Tennessee, like, giving Zach Eady a run. So I think the National Player of the Year award is definitely in the mail for West Lafayette, and, and it has Zach Eady's name on it. But Dalton Connect, I mean, he is certainly he's certainly making a run at it. Isaac Trotter, 24-7 Sports. Great stuff, man. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. So I think, Trista, we're going to go and we're going to don't connect. We're just going to maybe put a little sprinkle on it just in case here. Maybe, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Just just Also, Florida, 14-1 to to go to the Final Four. 14-1. to Yeah. If there's ever a year where you just start maybe just making it your focus to find three 
long shots, this is the year you do it because it just feels like it's going to be an absolute chaotic mess. But it'll be fun, and we'll just lose a lot of money together, so it'll be a great time. We're going to head down to Miami, talk to Brendan Tobin next. Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more Bet MGM Tonight, presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL.